Well, hello, welcome back to a podcast you definitely didn't ask for, but you're getting anyway. I apologize. Today's episode's a little late. Um, I just had some mishaps. I just recently moved back home. Um, some of you follow me on social media. Um, I haven't been using the pod social media just yet, um, but give me at least until next month, and I should be using my um, my pod uh, Instagram for updates and stuff like that and try to interact with you guys so that way you know when i talk about topic you know it'll be a little bit more interactive um but that's it um i am joined today with my with brian my normal brian hey guys Mm -hmm. and um it's after valentine's day so wanted to basically check in uh to see what is going on with people what you did you do anything for valentine's day um uh me me and my girl we like you know we, we facetime each other like we do like on most nights and we wound up watching um i want to say we we watched a movie i think it was one of the maze runner movies i think it was the third one and and we watched a couple episodes of this anime, of this anime um, Tomo-chan is a girl, which is hilarious. Mm. So, so we that's what we did on Valentine's Day, and also I got her some candy, which she didn't see coming. So you know, it was a nice surprise. Oh, candy! I mean, what kind? Yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate. The mm-hmm. um, the the lint truffle ball dealies. They, they had a special Valentine's Day like strawberry vanilla one. Mm. Well, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, my Valentine's Day, I went to. Oh, I had a doctor's appointment. I went to the prosthesis, and um, mm-hmm. I was very nervous. Um, uh, but my very good friend uh, Julio, who was actually on here, um, a few episodes back. Um, he had taken me, um, to the doctors. My mom had joined us. It's funny cause she thought it was weird that he was there and she was like, Oh, is he your new boyfriend? And we tried to explain to her that we've been friends for forever. And, um, she was like, it was really weird that he was in the room with us. I thought he was just going to drop you off. And I'm like, it's not weird. You just don't know my friends. And that's that. <laughs> like, uh, it- <laughs> I just <laughs> like I I can't imagine how weird that must be. Like your your mom just like I feel like your mom just only knows mostly about me just through everything that happened recently. But it's like you know you you have this whole other life, and she's and she's like, just coming across as like I've never met this person before, like. Um. <laughs> yeah, that is basically it. It's almost like she, it's not almost like, it is that she doesn't know much about my life. And um, I wish that would be different, but I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. Huh. So, you know, mm. oh well. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so good news is that I will be um, receiving, they fitted my leg. It, everything's healing perfectly fine. Um, a lot faster than I thought that everything would be happening. My bones are strong, no atrophy at the moment. Um, hopefully never. Um, and he said my legs are gonna slim down anyway because I'll be doing more exercise walking again. So there's that. Um I was very nervous and I honestly thought I was gonna like simply as soon as I hit like sit down in Julio's car I was gonna break down and cry. And I didn't. I Fought it back inside the hospital, and I was amused with myself um, at the idea of mom's face when. So I had to change into shorts because they had to make a cast of my legs. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had to change into shorts. I took my leggings off really quickly, and I'm wearing like a really cute dress. It covers my butt and everything. Um, and then I had to put the shorts on, and she was like waiting for him to like leave the room. And I'm um, 
I know she doesn't know much about our relationship or anything, but I'm like, I kind of try to tell her that we're close. Like it's not, we're not dating or anything, but we are very close. Like it's fine. And um, now she was like, oh, it's weird. It's weird for you. You know, like it's weird. I feel like, yeah, it's like an old fashioned way of like thinking, you know, like you got to make sure the door is cracked when you have, when you have, you know, opposite gender company over or have the door open or, you know, you can only see your friends like out in the wide living area space and can't take them back to your rooms. And it's like, but you are a fully grown woman and a full fledged adult for like, you know, at least the last decade plus and still, oh no, he should have left the room to change. It's it's weird. (laughs) So it was just funny. And he was so like, I know he might be the same, but he was so like, um, like I really appreciated his energy there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I told him. I just thanked him. But yeah, so you're hearing it for the first time if you're listening. Um, I was just genuinely like appreciative of his energy there. It was very like, like I think it's like funny because it's not right. He's not my boyfriend or anything, but like he had the very same like um mas- the masculine energy that I would want. And mm-hmm. um, in it, and then I was just like, it just it felt nice. It felt <laughs> nice to have it. Um, so I was just like, yeah. Sorry, my son just bought in some food. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you um, know, quick little side note: what's what? What kind of food did he bought? You know, it's not like I'm hungry or anything. So, uh, what, what kind of food he bought? Um. So then they. We got Chinese food because I bought a new uh, rice cooker, but I haven't had the chance to really try it out. Mm-hmm. So, oh, air fryer, not rice cooker, because I have a Hello Kitty rice cooker. And um, so yeah, so yeah, so anyway, <laughs> um, I appreciate his energy there, like more than he'll even know. I don't, I don't even think I, this. Like, um, I don't know how to express my gratitude sometimes um, without feeling like I'm being over emotional and then pushing my energy onto people. And I feel so bad doing that. I don't know if that's like a common thing. But anyway, um, so basically by next month, I should be waddling around on some fig feet. <laughs> that's, that's the ultimate um, uh, end goal of this, uh, this thing. I know I can't wait for that to happen. You know, like it, like I probably would get emotional. You know, seeing that like first time is whatnot when you do start walking because you know it it'd be a, it'd be a really you know wonderful moment and whatnot. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So that was my Valentine's Day. I spent it um, doing really cool errands. So. Um, my mom was going to take us out to ice cream after and just like chat. I wanted her to like get to know him because he's supposed to come with me to the, um, the, the, the next court date thingy. So I wanted her to get to know him or whatever, but she, they had issues and we couldn't really like sit down and talk. So, um, Julie and I ate, um, and had ice cream, went to get car stuff done. I had, you know, just like took care of business, like. And it just felt like really productive and it felt nice. Um, yeah, really productive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my Valentine's Day. Nothing romantic really at all. Um, just got to hang with my friend that I cherish very much. And um, yeah, that was really it. And I think that was probably the best Valentine's Day I've had in a long time, to be honest. Like, even if it was just taking care of business. I feel kind of crazy that that's my like Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not super crazy. Yeah, it honestly sounds kind of nice because you know, like up until like recently, I I it would just be just essentially any other day, just with more hearts and roses and stuff. Like it doesn't have the same kind of impact. Like it. Like, you know, when we're kids and we're in school and they have us do arts and crafts and make, like, cards and hearts and stuff, like, get to our parents or the rare times we'll, they'll have us, you know, give them to, like, other kids and stuff. And then we get older, 
you know, maybe they'll be like, okay, you get you get to pick this name from out of, out of this hat or this bag. And once you pick the name out, you gotta you have to go and give them something nice. Like I did that once, I think, in like the fifth grade. And I got this girl like a box of um of like Ferrero Rocher, like little chocolate things that my mom helped me you to really get. You like and... those ice cream? I mean, you really like those chocolates. I, I mean, <laughs> it was like, I think they had just came out not too long ago and it was like stuck in my head. I was like, well, here you go. And now the next thing you know, it's like, huh, that really, really came in handy. Hmm. But it's like, it's different from when we're kids to like when we're adults, like going through Valentine's Day, because then it just turns into, you know, spending time with your significant other or with someone that you, you really care about. And then, you know, some people will feel like they're left out because they're seeing all this romance and they're kind of wondering, like, why not them? So it's it's nice mm-hmm. to just be able to just spend time with, like, you know, someone that you like and care about, even if it's just, like, a really good friend okay. just doing yeah, it. I do agree. I just feel like Valentine's Day, I think we had discussed this in a previous thing, that it yep. definitely doesn't mean the same as it did to me when I was younger, but it would be nice, you know, occasionally be like, oh, yeah, have someone treat you special and give you what you, you know, roses and all that stuff. I was supposed to buy myself this Sunrio bouquet roses, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. And look at me, I even treat my own self. So I forgot. And uh, so, you know, next year I'll have my own Valentine. If I have don't have a Valentine, I'll be my own Valentine and I'll be fine with that. Um, but yeah, so... I was noticing that, um, mm-hmm. so I didn't really watch on Sunday the um, the halftime show. Ah, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Rihanna obviously had a very good Valentine's Day. Um, she was very, everyone adored her, her performance on the halftime show. And she was pregnant. And then definitely today, all I'm seeing is all the pictures of her being pregnant with her new her previous son and whoever the guy she's dating. I don't know his name. I forget his name. Um, it's like ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Okay. Yeah. So then I thought it was really cute. Um, what did you I, think of the performance? I you know like she like she looked great. Like I like I enjoyed the performance. Because I, like, saw the whole game, and I saw her. Now, like, at first, like, no one knew she was, well, she didn't announce she was pregnant until, like, a little after the halftime show aired, and she did a performance and everything. So I'm looking at her, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, they still a little bit, you know, maybe post-baby weight or whatever, you know, maybe she's taking it easy and stuff like that. And, like, as I'm still watching the performance, I'm like, you know, if I'm not mistaken, she looks pregnant. And then... <laughs> You know, the rumors started swirling around, like, on Facebook and stuff. And then her publicist came out. I was like, yes, yes, she is pregnant with a second kid. And, like, and I also seen, like, mixed reactions from a bunch of people at the performance. They're like, oh, they were expecting more from Rihanna. And I'm like, but um, her and, like, a bunch of dancers were on these, like, levitating platforms that kind of just reminded me of, like, a like a Smash Brothers stage, and there's like suspended on like these like really thin wires, and Rihanna herself had to be like kind of anchored down on the main one that she's on. So I'm like, um, what were you expecting her to do? She is whole pregnant on like this platform, which I'm pretty sure is like 50, 60 feet in the air, is moving up and down as she's going through her songs. I'm like, I would rather her not try anything crazy and be, you know. At least safely strapped down to the platform versus anything happening because the wires were thin as hell. So I'm like, I enjoyed the performance. Like, I definitely, work. I definitely <laughs> love your description of it. The Mario or um, Smash Brothers scene setup. It definitely yeah, looked like that. It I was really like, does. Like video, it looked like a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. I thought the performance was okay, but when you add the fact that she was pregnant and that those wires were insanely thin. And I'm like, isn't this in the middle of like a football field? Where the heck are these wires coming from? Yes. That's that is something I really was trying to figure out. Cause I'm like, she's in the middle of the field. Like, I'm 
able to just see the wires, like the one strapped to her and the two on the platform. And I'm like, where are they going to? Because the stadium like was kind of open. It wasn't like it was closed or anything. So I'm like, how? Yeah, I don't know. So freaking I saw that Trump was like, oh no, halftime performance is trash. And I'm like, of course you would say that. You just want to be you just want to be relevant. Of course. Of course he does. <laughs> um I didn't see any breakups or anything happen. Not that many proposals this year. I think feel like last year they had way more proposals. Yeah, I I would say so. I I guess, you know, probably like post pandemic wanna, you know, strike while the iron is hot, you know, finally being able to be outside and stuff like that. So not that not that many, but you know, based on a based on a story that I have later, it's like spoiler, there, you know, could be a potential breakup just from something else kind of related to Rihanna. Only kind mm. of though. Mm. Speaking <sighs> of kind of related to Rihanna, not that they're two I'm comparing it to. I do like Rihanna a bit more, but mm-hmm. I heard that Beyonce tickets are insane. Um, do you know anyone <laughs> trying to get them? I don't know. I only know people in my, I like follow a couple of um, podcasts in their Discord, and I know a few people just getting them. That's it. I don't, I don't know anyone getting them, but based off of the memes and, and the story, which is about, you know, a couple, you know, kind of arguing over Beyonce tickets, like just off of all the memes, like it seemed like Beyonce just smelt the tax returns and was like, I'm going on tour. Here are my tickets. Um, I'm gonna need y'all to show up and show out. Like the prices aren't like I just kind of skimmed through it. They are insane. I how much? How much? I didn't skim. It was like depending on where you're going, like the nosebleeds are at least like between like six to eight hundred. Any decent seats is gonna be at least like. 12 to 1500 and oh my God. I I didn't even look at anything closer to where you could actually tell I I did not look at that at all because what's, what's the point yeah all that and you're not even getting a chance to meet her like sheesh that's too much money too much money 1500 no nope 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 but you know, good luck to anyone who's trying to get tickets and go see Beyonce. Have a good time. Um, be safe. You know. Um, I actually also do have a story, but before we get jump into our stories, um <laughs> it is still Black History Month. And I had wanted us to kind of share a story um that um, Maybe like teach us something. So I only I learned of something and I was like, oh, I want to share it with people. So I had said for the both of us to pick something and share it. Ryan, you wanna you have yours? Hello? Yep, yeah, I got mine right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. So the the one that I found. And after reading it, it kind of, it kind of reminded me of like a, of a Disney movie. So, like, we all know of Mulan, right? You know, mm-hmm. story of her going going into the army, pretending to be a man. You know, yep. had that great song, all that good stuff. So, and looking up, Kathy Williams had a similar story she she signed up for she signed up for an all-black regiment after the civil war but she also pretended to be a man because you know they didn't allow women to fight you know in the wars so she so she signs up for this regiment pretending to be a man she traveled along with the uh with the buffalo soldiers in the West for about like three to five years. And during this, like during this, it allowed her to see more of America than most other women of her time. The, what wound up happening though, is she wound up getting a case of smallpox. And so that's 
and so shortly after, that's when you know the army discovered that she, she was a girl. Yeah, but because of her service, the fact that she was there with them for three years, she pulled her own weight. You know, she essentially was just like one of the one of the boys. Um, the military allowed her to be honorably discharged because they, you know, aside for the small part, she's still a woman and they still didn't allow her to, to join. But she, but I thought that that was cool. And the fact that like her character was kind of sort of reimagined in, um, you remember The Harder They Fall on Netflix that came out like two years ago? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't watch. Did I watch it? The harder they fall. I don't think I watched it. I meant to. It's probably it was on my list. Yeah, but it's it's absolutely worth the watch. Like it it was a really enjoyable Western movie. Like it Okay. Yeah, so her character kind of inspired one of the characters in the movie. And so like just reading through all that, I'm just like, hmm, you know, if Disney wanted to, you know, kind of put up a similar story and uh, have it animated, I think, you know, she'd be a great character to kind of focus on, you know. That would be. That would be very inspiring. Mm -hmm. Basically, she was the first like, Black woman to be in the military. Yep. First Black woman to be in the military. First Black woman to see the world um, of her time through the military. That's really cool. Yeah. And that's no, like, easy feat because, you know, we definitely have issues we bleed once a month so you know the fact she was able to hide all of that and for three years like very good because guys you know when you bond with dudes it's like excuse me they definitely treat you like you know like you're a dude dude so if you know you're a female trying to act like one woof going (laughs) to the bathroom is hard man that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's awesome so What's what's the one that you wanted to share? Okay, so mine is more of a I think it's called a colloquism, colloquium. Jesus, I always just forget how to say that word. But um, yeah, I think that's the what this means. So, um, I am I heard the research of what the barrel of laughs mean. It's an old term for like laughing hearty. Mm-hmm. But actually, but actuality, um, it was because the enslaved um, people were unable to show joy and laughter on the field. So they would be forced to run and stick their heads into these barrels to laugh into. So that way it was out of earshot, um, out of earshot from the masters and um, the patrollers. So I just thought that that was very interesting to share since I had learned that and I didn't know, um, you know, I didn't know anything about it. So I thought that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. So that's, well, I I guess I imagine like them being on the field and having a good time probably is not the best. They would be a target because, you know, they, people want them to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Now, that is cool. Now, one other small thing that I found out was because be, before we had Black History Month, it originally started off as Black History Week. And that mm-hmm. week usually spanned between um, the week between Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday, I believe. So, like, just between... Those two birthdays, like that week was essentially just Black History Week. And, you know, it was celebrated all things Black history, all things Black. And so I I believe it was, I think it was President Ford who wound up eventually making Black History Month into like a monthly thing that we celebrate and kept it in February because, you know, between a Lincoln's birthday, Frederick Douglass's birthday, so that's why we have it in February. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So not just because it's the shortest month of the year, which everyone always assumes. It's like, oh, the shortest month of the year, so why not give it to us? 
Yeah, it was. It basically just started because, like, hey, it was Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and he kind of freed the slaves. Although we got Juneteenth because his message didn't get out to the rest of the Southern states for like another few years after that on June, on what was it? June nineteenth. June nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. And That's so, really cool. Yeah. It's nice how these things kind of connect to each other. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. And I figured it would be a good way to, you know, spread a little bit about, you know, Black history. Because um, not everybody I learned is taught too much of it, especially now with the the schools having issues just simply teaching real history compared to what their doctored up history is. All the nonsense with CRT, which is short mm-hmm. for critical race theory and just them banning like, subjects and books that, you know, actually inspire children to like kind of think critically and kind of like question certain things, kind of like learn about the actual history. Like, and it's like, I get it. You like, we live in the US. We want to show us being like the best. The, most shining example of what a country could be, but it's doing a disservice to just basically just kind of paint over all the blemishes that happened throughout history. And it's like, you do that, it's eventually going to come out. Like, that paint's only going to last for so long, and the cracks are going to come right back. Like, it's better to just own up to the fact that, that hey, we started with hey, there are certain parts in history mm-hmm. where, you know, this country has failed us repeatedly. Like, we have Black Wall Street, which, you know, the government ordered, like, the bombing, the torching of all of Black Wall Street, and no one got blamed for it. There wasn't, like, any reparations for that. It was just like, oh, well, yeah, kind of sorry about that. It just kept it moving. Like, there's I wow. even, yeah, I even think back to, I think it's like the 14th or 15th Amendment. Um, basically, the amendment that talked about abolishing slavery. And this was, this was kind of something that Kanye West, before he like spiraled into what he is now, mm-hmm. part of what he was like, him saying, oh, we need to abolish like the 14th Amendment. And then just, and of course, everyone's like, that makes no sense. Like, why would you say that? And so just thinking about it, that caused me to like look at look up the actual amendment. And it's basically like slavery is abolished, except when you are convicted of a crime in a court of law. Oh no. So then so then I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, but a lot of a lot of black folks take up a decent percentage of the prisons, and there's always talks every now and then of the school to prison pipeline. And then I'm like, school to prison pipeline plus a lot of us being in prisons plus the plus the actual amendment saying that you know slavery isn't illegal when you know you're convicted of a crime and sent to prison. And it's like, it's all, now I get it. But, so, a lot of this stuff is like, we we end up getting, we end up being failed by this country a lot. And so it's caused a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment, of course. And then the other people, it's just like, oh, it's, oh, it's always race with you. It's race with this and with that. And everything's always something racial. It's like, because it's, kind of embedded in almost everything that we do. Not mm-hmm. everything that we do, but in a lot of it. So we can't just act like it doesn't exist. Did you know that um, the reason why slavery was so harsh in America compared to other um, countries is the cattle law. So basically because in our in our country in America, mm-hmm. um, if a slave had a baby and the slave she was still a slave when she had it, that baby was now also a slave. So that actually helped 
keep the masters raping our women and they would just have their babies and their babies would be slaves. So it wouldn't matter. Like it, it would just be, you know, instead of them also having babies by their own, you know, husbands or whatever, mm. they would also have these, you know, mixed babies. And then they're also slaves, which that's what made it um, harder and um, a lot more like intense for uh, America compared to other countries who had slaves. Absolutely crazy. That is, I did not, I didn't know any of that. That's, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, so that was a little bit of knowledge for you guys. Happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy Black, Black History, History Month. Month. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not so happy, but um, there are like little joyous wins, I feel like, in there. So, dun, dun, dun. I have a very interesting story, and then you can do yours, okay? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to your story. Okay. I did something petty to him, and he's taking it worse than I thought. I just wanted to be just like before. Woman, 31, male, 34, married. We didn't even have a fight. He complimented his co-workers' lunches. I found it disrespectful to discuss it with me. He asked, why was it disrespectful, but then stopped and went to bed soon after. In the morning, while making breakfast and packing his lunch, I remembered his co-workers' supposedly amazing lunches and decided to be petty. It wasn't even fully out of anger even a bit jokey. I thought it would teach him to appreciate my lunches more. I packed a diaper in his lunchbox. It was a clean one, but I balled it up like it was full. Well, it seems I messed up majorly because he came because he was speaking. It seems I messed up majorly because he's extremely cold now. First thing he asked when he came home was, do you feel revenged? You satisfied now? Go on, laugh and proceeded to go play with our daughter. He responds if I ask him something, but doesn't look at me, let alone touch me. Next morning, I went to pack his lunch, like usual. He took it from me and said he'd rather starve than take anything I made again. Wow. He's not responding to my texts, like my have a good day texts I usually sent him. I was just feeling really down. I know it was petty, but isn't he taking it a little too hard? <sighs> yeah. So just to, to recap, um, married couple, um, she gets obviously jealous or whatever over the fact that he's complimenting his co-worker's lunch. Excuse me. And um, because she wanted to be petty, she put a diaper, a, a clean one, you know, um, but rolled it up to make it look like it was fake and um, sent it with him in his lunchbox to work. Just for complimenting a co-worker's lunch? Like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. I guess so, the, I oh, guess no, the good thing... Oh, no, I was just going to say, I guess the good thing is that wasn't a dirty diaper because that would have been worse but it's still not that much better Mm -mm. I want to say this relationship is probably on its last leg she's going to have to do some um, groveling a little bit when someone's being petty I don't know about you but for me it usually is because my feelings are hurt and I feel like you feel the need. You should hurt just as much as I did, right? That's when I feel like being petty. You should be inconvenienced just as much as I was. Yeah, I I, I get that. I get. I can yeah. definitely get behind that. Yeah. Right. So I'm not petty often, but I'm more sarcastic than most. So I'm not petty, petty often. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. I don't. And also. I don't know I don't know how many like rom coms you've watched or whatever. Um 
But I know if a guy starts a conversation, stops midway or even most of the way, and then proceeds to let you do your thing, you guys have a problem. You guys have a problem. Like he just went to bed without mm-hmm. me? Oh, no. Not without me. Like, no, sir. Like, you you obviously, I think that to him was probably the last straw. That's what it felt like to me. Because for him to not even be uh, upset, like, upset in the manner of, like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. He was just like, nope, stone cold, not talking to her, focusing all my energy on my daughter. Yeah, no. Like, it, I feel like, it, I feel like for being petty, there's, I feel like the for me the pettiness should be on like a somewhat equal level. Like, oh, you're compliment like, oh, you're complimenting your coworkers' lunch, but not really saying anything about mm-hmm. mine. So then if, for example, he cooks something, you just be like, oh well, like, oh, this is fine. But when I went out with my friends the other day at this restaurant, they had this wonderful meal and just talk up real big about it and just, you know. Kind of make it feel like what he made was was terrible, was trash. Like I feel like the balance of pettiness helps, but it's weird to just escalate over something that's honestly he just complimented someone else's lunch. It could have brought like some other food that he never had before. The smell could have hit him. It's like, oh my god, what is that smell? Like that mm-hmm. smells amazing. Like it. It's not like. Oh, she's appreciate her lunch. Yeah, and then to just, and then to feel so angry and petty about it that oh well, if you don't like my lunch, then here's this diaper. You can go ahead and eat that. It's like, how mm-hmm. is that equal? Like, it's not funny. Because <laughs> then, like, imagine like if what if he opened his lunch with his friends, and then now his whole job knows that his wife put a diaper in his lunch. Yeah, you know how embarrassing that is. And then, so I don't know about you guys, you and your relationship, but for me, I'm a very like verbal person because I want the communication to be like pristine. Because I don't want any mishaps or misunderstandings. Um, so there's no walking away from me mid conversation. Like, if we, if I'm petty, which I can be. Mm-hmm. I can be petty. I usually think it out in my brain how to be petty, and then I'm like, eh, I'm not going to be. Um, because for some reason, I feel salty. I feel upset. I feel hurt. Um, and I was like, I'd rather just discuss the feelings than just say, I'll be petty and not do or do or do something that I'll regret. Um, also, shouldn't you know your partner's personality to the point of like, what you can joke about like if you can joke about certain things then it just feels like this wouldn't have been that horrible but you guys obviously can't joke so you can't joke you you're you're like it's just too much it's too much i I did not yeah yeah like that that's a very good point like it's also like when you see like a lot of tiktok or instagram videos of like of like these little of like these little things like oh I'm gonna pretend like oh I'm gonna pretend I'm bringing another girl over to my house and just act and send the text out or whatever just to get just to get their girlfriends or their wives reactions and then when they like blow up at them it's just like oh my god it's just a joke and it's like that's not funny it's like mm-hmm. you, like at at a certain point you need you it is really helpful to know what you can and can't joke around with because not everyone mm-hmm. has like the same humor as you like not everyone's gonna laugh at the same things that you are and just right. because you think it's funny like you're gonna end up hurting your girlfriend's feelings your wife's feelings and then you're you feel a way because they can't appreciate the joke meanwhile they're genuinely hurt because they weren't in on it it's it's like what it's like if you've seen someone else fall, it's one thing if they fall and then they get up real quick and it doesn't seem like like they're injured. It's another thing if they fall and then like they like shatter their femur and they can't get up. Mm. Like laughing at that 
just makes you look like an a-hole because it's not the same thing. We or they fall and like their clothes get ripped up and whatnot. And now they have to go wherever, you know, either plants are split or like dresses stained and ruined, and they're like hella embarrassed. Like it, it there's just certain things that you are really better off knowing what you can and can't joke with. Humor is yeah. subjective for everyone. And yeah, and you and your partner should be growing and understanding of each other. So that way, like, if you have added pieces, they could just add. Like, that's if you have added pieces. So I don't know. I just, I was just disgusted by it and I thought it was amusing. So <laughs> that's why I'm glad me and my girl have a similar sense of humor. So I mm-hmm. don't have to worry about things like that because I, would not want to get on her bad side thinking that something is funny when it's not because then that's, you're going to have a you got a lot of groveling and apologizing to do and then hope that you know it's smooth everything smooths over oh sheesh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no <sighs> I just wouldn't have done it um, putting a diaper in the bag I would have just sat down and been like hey what is it about her lunches that is so special and he'd been like, blah, 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 blah. And I would have tried my best to make the, the bestest specialist, like, lunch. I don't, and that was not in the competition, but I love, I love me a good competition. I'm going to hold you. Huh, like, I, I'm still thinking about, I'm like, what you could have done was, okay, you don't like my lunch? Here's two, here's two pieces of bread and a piece of bologna. You could have that for lunch. Like, at least then it's not as bad because you still can technically eat it. And, but it's just the level of petty just didn't match the just the whole just the match what he did and I but I agree with you I would have like if I if I cooked something for my girl and she's and she didn't really compliment it but compliment someone else's lunch and be like oh well what they what they have what was in it what did it smell like you know get ideas and then you could maybe look up the recipe and then try to like cook it yourself. And then yeah. that could be, and then that could be his lunch. And, you know, maybe like, Oh, like, Oh, thanks a lot. Like my wife made this, made the same lunch as you had the other day for me. And it's really good. Like, Oh, see. Yeah. No, I'm, I take the approach of like, Oh, how can I change this? Or what can I do to change it? Or how can I be better assistant to you? But that's just me. Um, sheesh, that was horrible. All right, your story. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we alluded, as I alluded to earlier in the episode, you know, Beyonce, you know, is going on tour and her tickets are hella expensive. And so, there is this whole um, a message exchange between this guy and this girl, and the girl wants to go to the Beyonce concert and he doesn't want to do that. And mm. so, and so, I think I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah. So she starts off with babe and he's like, yeah, babe. She's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. What's going on? She's like, babe, I really want to go to the Beyonce concert in July and pre-sale for tickets is on the 16th. You don't have to give me a Valentine's Day gift or a birthday gift. I just want to go see Beyonce. And he's like, come on, we agreed not to spend money on entertainment until we saved enough for the house. We've been saving for 10 months. We can't do it. And she's like, I'm begging you. She doesn't do concerts often. It's a once in a lifetime thing. It would really make me happy. And he's like, you told me last year an engagement would really make you happy. And I did that. Then you said a house would really make you happy. And we made a deal to not waste money on stuff like that. Her tickets start at 600 for nosebleeds without taxes and fees. We can't do it. Once we get the house, we can have fun. And she's like, so it's a no? When the tickets go on sale, they won't last long. It should, they'll be sold out in hours. I'm begging you. You still say no? And he's like, no. Stay on course love you. We can talk about this later. And she's like, well, some of that money was mine. 
and some of that money that I, that I gave you was mine. So I want my money back so I can go pay for the tickets myself. And he's like, what? He's like, are you joking? And she's like, I'm very serious. Like, so when can I get my money? And he's just like, so you're telling me Beyonce is more important than our dream home that we've been saving for for almost a year. And you only put in like $710 to our house. And the rest was all on me. And she's like, well, I want my money. Like, all right, cool. I'll give you your money. And I'll also, you know, call off the engagement because I need a break. And she's like, so you're breaking up with me for ask for me asking for my money? Like, all right, fine. Text me when I can pick it up. <laughs> Beyonce breaking up relationships. Not really. It's just people's decisions, the beehive <laughs> decisions. Um, man, I I remember reading this actually, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is wrong with her?" You're like, so. I had an issue originally with the fact that she said, um, "You know, her mouth is bigger or whatever, and she can." She she can like take a pair of leggings. Uh, I I just thought that I felt like her her desire was way more important to her than her relationship, and the fact that he was bending to her wills, like the the whole comment about the whole engagement thing. The engagement, yeah. That kind of bothered me a little bit because I thought that why would hmm. no I get we I, I get where you're heading to. It's basically why would you just give her an engagement versus you know wanting to be engaged mm-hmm. to get married because you love her? You know, like I get it. I I can understand that he probably did it because he loves her. And but Maybe he maybe has some reservations about being engaged, or maybe he wanted to do it at a different time for him, but she really wanted it, and he loved her, and so he basically gave her what what she wanted. Like, so I I definitely get where you're coming from. And then, you know, she said she really wants a house, and so he, once again, bending to her wills, like, okay, we're going to save up for a house. It, it kind of does I, come across gotta- like Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it kind of comes across like, you know, she's wearing the pants of the relationship because, like, she gets what she wants. Mm, it's not even just the pants of the relationship. I wouldn't even worry about that too much. It's more like her mm-hmm. her, her level of investment into the relationship doesn't seem like it's, um, doesn't seem like it's a lot. So, like, I unfortunately do believe that, um, I'm of the mindset that um, a guy is supposed to provide, right? And then the woman is supposed to nurture, blah, 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 then the household. Um, that's the, the same. That was the mindset that I had. Now, I'm not above working together for stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you're working together for stuff, and I kind of respected him when he said, like, we got to stay on track. Because, Lord, like, 600 something dollars, and that's not including driving to the place parking fees probably buying a souvenir you know the whole nine like you're going to be doing a whole bunch and your night's going to come out to be a thousand dollars and that's way more than she even put in for the house yep (laughs) way more than she even put in for the house and that's supposed to be her like dream house so i'm just like maybe that was his reservation to begin with like he just had reservations and then, you know, uh, when you're in a relationship for so long and then you're like, why not kind of thing? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was that's that was like my feeling on it. Anyway, if I had to choose who's in the wrong, it's definitely going to be her. And I think that they probably are not suited or equally yoked, as they say. They're definitely <laughs> not suited for each other. I know that they're definitely not. I, she, I, I do love how she like, like you, like you brought up earlier, I do love how she's like, I put in at least a thousand. You're like, no, actually, you put in less, you know, because yeah. 
he's been cheating the track and everything else has been on him. Like, I get wanting to go somewhere that's like a dream. It's like a once in a lifetime thing. Not sure we can do it again. Like, I get all that. Like, this opportunity just suddenly presented itself and it's going to require a decent chunk of money and you really want to do the thing and it might be possible to do the thing. So I get that drive, but then if it's something that you really want that kind of supersedes that, you really going to have to ask yourself, is the once in a lifetime thing worth the dream that you originally had that you're working towards? And I feel like the dream house is not that important to her if she's willing to just drop that for for Beyonce tickets. Like, what if she ends up seeing something else that she wants to go to? What if I could perfectly imagine, like, you know, after Rihanna has a second baby, what if she decides she wants to go on tour? Drops some new music, wants to go on tour. I can imagine mm-hmm. those ticket prices being insane, and then she'll be right back to him again. Like, oh my God, Rihanna's going on tour. Her tickets are like two grand to start with. Can I? Can we get the money for the house to go towards that? Like at that point, he, it's more like it's like you're all packed and you're ready to go and you're in the car and you're waiting for the person getting to get into the car with you so you can drive out and then it looks like they're ready and then they run back inside the house because they forgot something and then they come out and get to close to the door to the car and they run back in because they forget something else. Like eventually, like your your patience is gonna run out because it's like, all right, are you gonna get in this car and we could go? Or are you just gonna continue to waste more time? Because if you're gonna waste more time, you can stay where you're at and I could go on and do what I gotta do. It's yeah. I'm just yeah I didn't like that. Uh the other thing I thought about was that when in in a relationship when you guys are like discussing these saving things, mm-hmm. like I think that I, so uh, due to my recent situation, obviously tomorrow's not promised to anyone. And I thoroughly don't believe in um, thoroughly don't believe in choosing money over an experience. I, yes, of course, probably the experience does cost money, but I am more an experienced person over like, finances i think like if i'm going to choose to work my butt off or like have an amazing experience that's within range nothing crazy right nothing six hundred dollars but like a couple maybe like a hundred and something dollars but it's for the both of us and it's an experience it's kind of like a date thing and increases our chemistry that seems worth it to me then not for nothing i do love concerts i have been to some recently uh, before this accident and I kind of want to go to Jackson Wang's um, concert in um, Barclays Center this summer but I'm also of the mindset of like nah I'm, I'm, I could probably just watch it online or YouTube or wherever they're going to release it because to be honest I'm going to get the same feelings maybe not not the same intensity of simply being around other you know fans and stuff but man I'm not spending that much money and I freaking love BTS and um, all these K-pop stars and I know their tickets are on the pricey end but their tickets just sell fast they're not pricey that's crazy that's crazy I feel bad I hope they well I hope she figures herself out because that's you're willing to risk a relationship um, on some tickets for someone who doesn't even know you exist Someone that the promise, just keep to the promise, and not to mention, she's gonna be in the nosebleeds, like all the way high up on the upper platforms. And like, I've like, I've gone to like a couple of like wrestling events up with those nosebleed seats, and you know, the the feeling of vertigo you get is is intense. You know, the seats are small and uncomfortable, you got to go through the stairs, you got to try to like not look too far down, because then you're going to realize just how high up you are. And while you're going to be there having the time of your life, it's still not going to be as enjoyable as someone that's like, you know, ground floor, you know, where they can see Beyonce directly or 
at a seat that's, you know, comfortable enough that you could just, you know, enjoy yourself fully. Like, to choose that over a guy who's clearly taking care of you, clearly is motivated towards building a future with you, and you're just going to give that up for the experience, as good as that experience is, I don't think it's worth that. Like, sometimes it just has to be a limit of how much are you willing to pay, not just in money, but in other things, for the experience that you're looking to get. Hmm. Yeah. Sheesh. I, you, are you afraid of heights? I am. I am. Oh. I am afraid of heights. So, but, you, mentioned uh, the, you mentioned the vertigo thing. And yeah. I had some Billy Eilish from some high seats. And I, I love looking down. I don't uh, experience anything like that. But um, I think concerts are so fun um, to go to. I do believe I have a cutoff. And everybody should have a cutoff of how much they're willing to spend. It's like, I love collecting plushies. But I will not spend over $300 for one decent sized plushie. Like, that just sounds insane to me. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Um, it could look cute from afar, and I'll take a picture with it or whatever, but that's as far as I'll go, and I don't want to be bothered with that. So, yeah. yeah yep, that, yep. And that makes complete sense. Like, I don't mind looking I don't mind looking down as long as I know that I'm safe. Like, being in elevators, not a problem. It's like glass elevators, because, you know, we did that a lot when we went to AX, and I had no problems there, but if it's mm -hmm. like something where it's like oh the only thing that's stopping me from falling is this little rail and these stairs and these steps are not exactly the safest thing around so let me be extra careful and not fall because you know i'm trying to make it through this like it's it's that certain level of of feeling when it comes to heights it's just not so much the heights itself but what would happen if I fall from it? Which is why, like, you know, flying through planes is not a problem for me because, you know, inside a plane, like, it would have to take a lot for things to go wrong. Um, but as far as, like, what I, like, I have, like, certain hobbies. You know, I like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! I like buying, like, Gundam model kits and the like. And oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Not really. I didn't forget. I just, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And so they have, and so they have certain grades of model kits. And so the higher the grade, the more pricey it is. Mm. I usually stick around like the 1 100 scale, which is also known as master grades. And so depending on where you buy it at, it can range anywhere from like 40 to like, 90 bucks and then there's perfect grades which is like 160 scale but those start off at at least like one like 120 130 because there's more movie parts it looks better it's certain certain limited edition ones have like special special painting and stuff like that and then i believe the one after that has like actual lights and stuff and you know if you put it all together if like like certain parts of it can move and light up and everything. And so it looks amazing, but it's really, it looks amazing, but it's really, really pricey. And I, I would like to get that one day in the future, but that would have to be when I know I'm well off and can afford it. And it's not going to impact me too much. Mm. Cause you know, it's yeah. it's hard out here in New York City, especially for really a guy, is. especially for a guy in the Bronx. You know, just trying yeah. to trying to sure. take hot showers in their cold some days. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah, I mean we all have things that makes like our priorities waver, but I don't think that we should be putting our relationships on the line for them. We shouldn't be sacrificing something that's intangible. And I could be biased because I would like a relationship. And um, it's funny because 
I think I was asked, is that something I value? And I was like, yeah, I kind of do value. I grew up wanting that and I never got that. So I got close a few times, but I never really got it. So then, yeah, I still want it. So yeah, I would never sacrifice that for something as frivolous as tickets to a concert. But that's me and and, uh, you and some other people that are listening. And um, yeah, I believe that brings us to the end of our episode today. I know it was late. My bad, guys. Um, I'm just getting used to being kind of on my own and it's a little tough. Um, tough as in just energy zapping. And, um, but I'm managing and um, healing fast and, you know, doing the best that I can. Oh, yeah. We, don't worry. We we know that you are, and we love you for it. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we hope to see you guys next week, Thursday. Peace. Bye, guys. Being positive. <laughs> Sorry about that. Bye, guys. <laughs>